1: Reported live
0: all right welcome into nfr live talking with doug morrow uh doug you know the site's about turning in your good reports your bad reports and uh doug doug had a not so pleasant trip to the trestles but uh at least he could fill us in on what that area looks like after this latest hard uh front come through and and the the winds that have muddied that area up first doug talk about you know where you grew up fishing and uh, what brought you here
1: Well, I grew up fishing uh, all over the place. Uh, Daddy was in service, so he retired with 27 years in the Coast Guard. But after we moved back here, uh, I pretty much saltwater fished uh, Grand Isle, but mostly the Slidell area, anywhere from the Wrigley's all the way down to Bayou B. But I live in Hammond, and I'm a retired EMT, and uh, So the
0: trestles is, uh, how long have you been fishing the trestles?
1: Ooh, I've been fishing trestles probably since the 80s. Wow, good deal, good deal. <laughs> but and it's, uh, it's been on and off, ahead. you know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's and seasonal. It's the fall and spring, it usually heats up like clockwork. But um, well, when was the last time you seen that I go into January like it did uh this this past year.
1: Uh this has probably been one of the better years we've had in the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So like, uh when when did you make when when
0: when did you make your
1: trip out there? Uh last time I went was this morning. the uh, okay. last time I made it before that was just before those fronts and stuff around the side which we caught 10, and but they were all pretty trout. They were all anywhere between 14 and 20-inch trout. Yeah. And uh, I've seen guys out there fishing live shrimp on drop shots that were every few minutes, you know, one of them was reeling up a trout, and I've seen a lot of other people. They were casting anything from double-spec-type rigs with the uh, shoe-shoes or the lemon heads, the matrix and stuff, to the single— big heads, and everybody was pretty much catching. It wasn't constant, you know, one after the other. But, you know, you'd go two or three minutes and you'd catch fish. And yeah, uh, a lot of it was over on there. the west side. And it's kind of funny because usually on that bridge, whenever the tide's running in, the fish are usually on the west side. When it's going out, they're usually on the east side. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this year, for some reason, they've been pretty much on that west side. Because last time I was there, the tide was pouring out, and all the fish were on the west side. I hardly caught anything on the east side of the bridge. And uh, the Highway 11 bridge, of course, it's got fish, but you're not going to catch as many fish over there, but what you catch over there is going to be quality fish. Yeah. Off the uh, Highway 11 bridge, even though they're right there side by side. It seems like the trestles hold more than what the Highway 11 bridge does, but the Highway 11 bridge does hold a lot bigger fish. But today...
0: Ahead, yeah, talk about today a little bit. So, so there's got a lot of guys, you know, wondering what that area is looking like. If if we
1: might see... it yep. uh, might see... The uh, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to figure out I, if I wanted the, to go or not. So I just said the heck with it. I was going. I didn't figure I was going to catch much. I figured it was still going to be kind of messed up, but the, water, they launched at the dock. It's not like real muddy. Yeah, I launched out at the dock over there and, uh, about 7 o'clock this morning and ran over there to the trestles and it had a little bit of a chop on the lake. It wasn't bad but when you in a 17 foot express with a gator tail on it uh, anything over a foot chops up <laughs> pretty good. It's, those motors are great for the marsh and stuff but open water you get in rough water you're not doing too good because you're not going to get your bow up right but i went on over there and stuff and i fished around and the water is it's not like it's milk chocolate but it's like it's got a lot of settlement in it you can only see a couple inches at the most Mm -hmm. so i'm hoping maybe with these winds will shift or something that it'll die down and it'll clear up pretty good but you know we had a lot of these rivers that was up to flood stage and stuff from this all this rain we had, and all that's going out through the lake too right now, so it may be another few days before we really get the lake to clear start clearing back up. but I tried all the way down towards the south shore to the north shore, and the water was pretty much the same mm-hmm. and everything and I mean I tried every. Thing from shoe shoes to matrix to trying to troll something or whatever you could think of i tried it and i couldn't get a bite and i know i was keeping in contact with the bottom because i broke five jig heads off to the trestle Hmm. and everything but uh i think once the water clears back up and stuff i think the trout's still there i don't think it went anywhere but, so, uh, uh, what what did you
0: see out there as far as other boats? Anybody else out there?
1: I've seen probably five other boats. and Really? They had one gentleman in a kayak, even, that was out there. Uh, I think he said his uncle might be, uh, oh, shoot. I can't remember what he, who he said he was. He's a member of the Forum, uh Remo. I think he's mm-hmm. uh, right. He's. Yeah, I think it was his nephew. I was hanging out there with a kayak, hmm. and uh, so he was out there fishing. And uh, but I didn't see anybody catching anything. And everybody I talked to that was out there when I was out there, nobody was catching anything. Yeah. And uh, about ten o'clock, I didn't had enough of bobbing around and stuff, so I came on back and went inside Eaton Isles and figured, well, I might go try bass fishing or something. And I pulled up there and was kind of rigging up and. I noticed there was a boat in that area kept motoring around and stuff, so I started watching them, and I realized they were using those little rigs that Gus has set up, with those little short rods with the lead line with the mirror lure and the, uh, the little jig running off the back of the mirror lure like they do with the rattle traps sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they weren't catching them hot and heavy, but every pass, every other pass, one or the other, or both of them, was catching trout inside eating aisles, So huh. they've got fish in there. Now, I tried throwing jigs all up through there. I couldn't get a bite. But they were steadily, you know, using that lead line. Of course, you get your bait down, and it stays on mm-hmm. the bottom a lot, you know, better than trying to do it with monofilament. Plus, you got to put so much else out when you use mono instead of the mm-hmm. lead line. But, uh I've seen a lot of people using those rigs that Doug just sells over there, and uh, they do the job for sure because, I mean, I've been seeing people using them, and they steadily catch and fish with them. But you can do the same what? thing if you get lead core line and put it on your reel too, but I think they sell them over there at you know, rigged out, ready to go and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, does the water look like in Eden Niles cleaned up a little bit?
1: It was a little bit clear. You could see probably about 10 inches. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't super clear, and it was super low. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it's at least a, a foot and a half lower than what it should have been. Yeah. What was the water type of drop of the
0: trestles? I couldn't, have, uh, I couldn't even say
1: that? because I don't have a, uh, a depth okay. finder. Okay. It's, okay. A, it's a mud boat, and... I've yeah, got, I understand. It actually belongs to a buddy of mine, but I basically maintain it, so I've got use of it any I want. But, yeah. you know, how that is, his son uses it sometimes, and uh, they think it's a four-wheel drive for the swamp. <laughs> Go so, anywhere, uh, huh? You know, yeah. So a depth finder probably wouldn't last very long on there. Yeah. So it, we we don't fish with a depth finder. A lot of these places I fish, I've been fishing for years, so I kind of know about how deep they it is and, you know, where I'm at or whatever. So I'm fishing from memory, you know, but uh yeah. I really couldn't tell you, you know, I didn't even stick my hand in the water to see how cold yeah. it was, but I'm sure it was, you know, I would say so it's probably still about 59 right now.
0: What's your thoughts on um, on the spring bite of the trestles? What do you think is going to happen? And, and um, do you think that those trout are going to start coming back on if, if we can get a good warm up, uh looks like we got a warm up happening right now. If we don't catch another cold front, which what, what you think? You think those trout will get back if that water clears up a little bit?
1: Yeah, like I said, I don't think they've gone anywhere. It's, I just there's I know there's a lot of bait and stuff out there in the lake, but I think once the water clears up and we get some warmer days and water temperature comes up a little bit, I think they're gonna go back to bite. Yeah. Uh, all the, I've seen a few of the loons were still out there hanging around diving for bait and stuff so I know there's still bait around there because they were steadily yeah. you know diving on it and stuff but I think uh, once we get a little bit warmer weather and you know the trestles spring's always been a great time for the trestle Absolutely. area and that part of the lake even and stuff uh, even towards Bayou Lacombe and stuff even back over that way uh and from the looks of it, from what we've seen this winter, I think this spring should be just outstanding. It should be on fire. Yeah. And, and things, you know, compared to what everybody's been doing over the wintertime.
0: All right, because, looking I mean, at your report here. I'm looking at your report here, you, you, you might switch over to Socalay, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, just to give me something else to do, I just want to go, try something you know else different and uh, when I talked to you earlier that's where I was headed was to Academy pick up some uh, different little uh, crappie baits and stuff and uh, mm-hmm. so a, I might try to go to Bayou Lacombe in the morning and just play around and cause a lot of the areas that I used to fish sackley and stuff in the crappie that was it's probably been 20 years since I fished them and uh, mm-hmm. you know it's it's hard to say. Okay, I'm gonna go back to those same places because a lot of that stuff's changed over the years. especially, you know, after Katrina, a lot of stuff, brush piles ain't there that used to be there, and right trees and everything else. So I'm just gonna go enjoy myself. You know, it beats sitting at the house and yeah, get out, out of that wind, if, yeah, and stuff. If so. It.
0: If anything, get out of that wind, get some protected water, you know, and do some deep jigging or throw that cork. Uh, did you listen to the, the podcast with um, Ray Miller yesterday about sock no, fishing
1: fishing? had I hadn't uh, had a chance.
0: Yeah, he talks about uh blade fishing on the Uh Give it a listen when you get a chance.
1: Yeah, there's a couple spots I know actually on the too, but... And actually, when I went over it this morning, it didn't look that bad as far as the color of the water. But, you know, I passed over doing 70 miles an hour. Might have been a little faster, but we won't go there. And uh, it didn't look like it was that bad. So I may go there or I may go to Bayou LaCombe and then who knows, you know, I might wake up and say I ain't going nowhere. It it depends on what the weather is doing in the morning and how I'm feeling.
0: Well, keep us posted, man. Keep us posted. We're enjoying your reports, and I hope you enjoy the, the website and learning from it.
1: Oh, definitely. It, one thing about the website is it, it gives guys at least an idea what the conditions are and what's kind of going on because between this website and another one, I mean, I've actually went and found trouts in certain areas that I probably wouldn't have went and tried. Mm-hmm. just from, you know, because I wouldn't have thought the trout would still be there right now. Mm-hmm. So, it helps in that aspect, especially guys that's not real familiar with the lake and Pontchartrain Lake Bonds. It gives them something that they can look at and see what others are doing and what they're using and, you know, the techniques that they're trying and everything. So, it's a great site. And, I mean, you can't go wrong, you know, being a premier member and stuff, that you get a little extra and stuff well, Just, uh,
0: appreciate you yeah, appreciate you joining up and hope to see you at, your, at the fish fry and you know the, the website as far as the post the bad reports uh, I think a lot of people appreciate that it's hard to post a bad report but uh, it hey, can I'll, help a lot of people you know
1: don't bother me one bit because you know that's, that's why they call it fishing and not catching that's it that's
0: it alright Doug we'll keep us posting on if you go out and get some sockole, man Thanks. alright I enough.
1: appreciate it Keith and uh Hopefully next time my energy skills will get a little better or something. <laughs> <Who
0: knows? laughs> no, man. You did fine. You did fine. <laughs>
1: Talk to you later, man. All Be right, safe. buddy. You have a good All day. Right. Thanks, man. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.